guys, welcome back. Uh, we are here at Recenter Podcast and we're talking about family membership. We continue the conversation today in the category of relational commitments to becoming a family member here at Center Church, um, which this is again, a new thing that we're doing to really commit to each other, to love one another, uh, to commit to the, to the family of this church. And we're doing relational commitments. We talked about the first one last week, which was follow Jesus. And today Mark's gonna unpack uh, the second family commitment we're asking of you guys when you become family members of Center Church. So Mark, what is commitment number two uh, to become a member a family member at Center Church. Yeah. So the idea here is, you know, the first I the first thing that we start with is we call everybody to follow Jesus. That that is the call of every family member. But we want to acknowledge that none of us can perform this. This isn't about us gritting our teeth and, you know, powering through and just making it happen in our own willpower. Um, so obedience to Jesus is not something we produce. Uh, if we will follow Jesus, we've got to be with Jesus. And so the second idea, the second commitment is this, become like Jesus. And here's how we uh, explain that. In order to become more like Jesus, I will spend time with Jesus. Mm. I will set up the rhythms of my life so that I regularly engage in soul-nourishing practices. And the heart behind that commitment is we really don't want a bunch of people in this church that have clean-looking lives on the outside who were kind of like the Pharisees that Jesus confronted and said, you're like whitewashed tombs, yeah. clean on the outside, full of dead man's bones on the inside. Um, and we we want this to be a vibrant, life-giving church where people's heart, not just their outward actions, but their heart is reflecting the heart of Jesus. So the call isn't simply to follow him, number one. It is to become like him yeah. by being with him. Yeah, okay. So I think I just heard you say it. Like, what what can we do? Again, I'm coming back to the do because we're doers. Yep. We're doing people. You like good American. Well, when we commit to something, we want to know, well, okay, well, what does that mean I have to do? Like, yeah. you know, so where I'm committing to becoming like Jesus, uh, what do I do? How do I become like Jesus? You said rhythms. You said be with Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, can you unpack a little bit more of that idea of like, if, I, if I'm going to Zach, follow Jesus, and I'm saying to you, Mark, I want to follow Jesus and become like him, yeah. but I don't know how to become like him, yeah. uh, what would be your practical advice of the things I should do to really get there? Yeah. Well, I think first, before we even talk about like what to do, mm-hmm. uh, is kind of set the expectation of like, this isn't a sprint. This isn't something you do for a week. This isn't something you try really hard at. Oh. Oh. So it's not like... Never mind. <laughs> yeah. It's not like fit in a week. You want to back out? Yeah. I'm, I'm second thinking my commitment here. Kara and I saw a TV ad years ago called Sit and Be Fit. And it's this whole exercise regimen just for you to sit in a chair yeah. and be fit. So you want to do that together? Uh, how long is that going to last? Again, there's. <laughs> I hate to commit to things long term. Yeah, that's too much. <laughs> no. Uh, so this is not like sit and be fit. Right. Uh, I would try to set expectations of like what this is, is a gradual, step-by-step, ongoing, day-in and day-out type of commitment. Yeah. And so it's it's a lot more like, and I'm not a runner and I hate running, but it's a lot more like training for a marathon than running a 5K, okay. so, so to speak. Um, and so try to set expectation of this isn't something you do in a week. Yeah. This isn't something you do in a month. Like literally the rest of your life, you can take gradual step-by-step um, type progression. Yeah. And so with that though, the idea of becoming like Jesus is not something you produce. This is not willpower. Yeah. If you're going to become like Jesus, you need to be with Jesus. So what I would say, I mean, first off, I'd point uh, this person back to a a resource that I'm so thankful for you and others here at the church who've developed it, but our Rhythms of Life workbook, that's basically the idea of that workbook is that we want to set that in someone's hands and say, hey, we'll work through this with you. There's additional video teachings, there's other stuff with it, 
But if you just sat down and worked through the rhythms of life, those seven main categories of your life, this will kind of set you up to think and evaluate about your life and and what to do to spend time with Jesus. But um, I'm going to flip the script here because it's supposed to be you interrogating me, but I'm going to ask you, Zachary Whitfield. Uh, just build out that rhythms of life idea more. What what does it mean to be with Jesus? What is that talking about? Yeah, I think so often we talk to people and they have the same mindset of what I'm expressing of like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? What do I do to become like Jesus? And I think the the thing the rhythms of life is really helping us focus on is, yes, there are practical ways that you can rearrange or strategize or prioritize your life to look like Jesus's, but really the heart change that comes in like loving like Jesus and being full of his spirit and full of his love comes from that just time given to him, worship given to him. Uh, we can't make ourselves love Jesus, but we can ask Jesus to put his love within us and yeah. help us to love him more. Yeah. And that all comes from relationship. And so the rhythms of life is just creating, we, we use the analogy of like, you know, if you had this relationship with your wife and you never spent time together, you just were around each other or you committed to the marriage, but there was no intentionality to be with each other, to get to know each other, yeah. uh, to laugh together, to learn from each other. Like there's no relationship, then there's there's no dynamic growth in this love, right? Mm, and yeah. so I think that's what we're trying to say with the rhythms of life is create your rhythms that are going to place you where you can be still before God, where you can be mm. with Jesus and listen for his voice and talk to him, uh, that you can get alone with nobody but Jesus. I mean, like, that sounds weird to some people, but the more you are with God, the more you want to spend time with him, and it becomes like a thing that you become hungry for. And so that's what Rhythms of Life is, is it starts with, you know, the first one I'd say is abiding, that's this, right? Be with Jesus so that you can become like Jesus, so that you can do what Jesus do if he were you. Like, that's what the Rhythms of Life says. And so... Uh, that's what I would say for the abiding. It's less about doing and more about being. Yep. And then out of the being with Jesus, he starts to reveal the things that you're hurting yourself by not following his ways. Mm. And you can begin to surrender those to him and start living instead the way he says is right. Yeah. And you'll start to see the fruit that comes from him pruning out bad stuff and allowing healthy growth. So yep. That's good. And even like this idea right here, number two, becoming like Jesus, th- this is especially precious for me. Because uh, I, as I think back on my life, different seasons when um, essentially I was more guilt-driven yeah. and shame-driven yeah. in my walk with Christ, uh, whereas now, just by God's grace, it's, it's more joy-driven and, and delight in Him. Mm-hmm. I, I specifically remember um, the quote-unquote devotional time command, you know, that and all the pressure I felt from my youth group, and it was good. It was the right thing for them to teach. Right. But I twisted it in my mind around. I need to read my Bible every day. Great. I need to spend a certain amount of time in prayer. I need to fast. I need to serve. I need to tithe. I need to do all these things. And then I will be a mature Christian. Yeah. Then I will grow and conquer sin. And basically, I, like at the subconscious level, like even though those things are good and needed, I was basically at the subconscious level viewing it like I need to teach myself Spanish and French and I need to do the flashcards and I need to yeah. grow my knowledge. And as I do it more, then I will become proficient. Right. And I was basically thinking... The more I perform with spiritual disciplines, the better Christian I will be. Right. And it was after about four or five years of exhaustion and guilt with that. And every time I missed it, I felt terrible and God probably doesn't like me anymore and he's frustrated. I realized that that's not at all the spirit of the disciplines. No, yeah. And the spiritual formation disciplines is basically, it's, it's less like you learning Spanish and it's more like a jagged rock being put in a river right and just over time the water running over it smooths it out right and basically the disciplines is not you earning favor with god it is you setting the jagged rock of your heart right in the stream and over time the more 
it's there, the longer it's there, the, yeah. the, the water smooths it out, so yeah. to speak. And so really, th- this is what we want to clarify with this. This is not performance-based. This is not more legalism for you. This is an invitation to life. And uh, in a sense, like the best version of you is the most Jesus-focused version of you. The more you become like Christ, the better you will be. And so this is an invitation to life. This is an invitation to become like Jesus by spending more time with Jesus. So don't be so um, consumed with the first commitment, follow Jesus, and think you've got to perform, although we need to obey. Yeah. Uh, it's You will only do number one rightly if you are doing number two rightly, yeah. becoming like Jesus. Right, yeah. It's interesting that they are, they're definitely intertwined with like, well, what part is my part and what part is God's part, yeah. you know? And it's like, you both have a part in it. God initiates this uh, relationship with him through his son, Jesus, and his delight is on us because of Jesus. Yep. So like, I think we, we talk about like, if you can just know that God is delighted in you because of what his son did, he looks at you, he's perfectly pleased in you and loves you and experience that identity as his son yeah. or his daughter then suddenly obeying him comes from a place of gratitude as Amen. opposed to a place of, I have to, to earn his love. Right. And I think that little switch makes becoming like Jesus, I know they're called commitments, so I don't want to do anything heretical, but almost like, not I commit to becoming like Jesus, but I want to yeah. become like oh, Jesus. Yeah. I get to. Right. I get to become like Jesus by just being near him and spending time with him yep. um, and choosing who he is over the way I'm twisted, right. the way that sin has broken me and distorted what I see. I'm going to choose Jesus because he's so beautiful and I love him. Mm. And then I'm going to, over time, become like the person I admire most, yep. you know, the person that I want to be like the most. Yep. Um, and so that is a beautiful way of thinking and helping us get past this performance, this transaction mm. that I think following Jesus can become. Like you said, as a, as a young Christian, that's what it feels like. It feels like a lot of things I should be doing that I'm not and feeling guilty about. Yep. But it's it's more a lot of things that he invites us to do right. because he knows what is truly good, yep. right? And because he is so beautiful, he wants us to experience that with him. Mm. So, amen. I think that's good. Oh, and even like the idea with that, like why we are emphasizing this is, of course, we want you to be thriving in your walk with yes. God. Um, and this is like an amazingly obvious thing to say, but like it just needs to be said um, to make this connection. A healthy church is made up of healthy Christians. Yeah. Right? Like it's stupidly obvious. Right. But a healthy church is made up of healthy Christians. Right. And if we are a church full of people who aren't spending time with Jesus, if we're a church full of people who aren't becoming like Jesus, we're going to be hypocritical. Oh my goodness, your alarm has ruined this podcast and family membership. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, forgiveness, grace. Uh, What I was saying before Zach's alarm went off. Um, is, I don't remember now. Yes. Um, Why is this essential to the local church? If we are a church full of individuals who are not spending time with Jesus, becoming like Jesus, we will be a church full of appetite-driven, greedy, self-centered people who are hypocrites. Yeah. Um, and we want to be a thriving local church where people flourish. And for that to happen, we need each family member to become more like Christ and less like uh, the sin-broken patterns that they're c- characterized by. Um, so yeah, that's the invite, is to become like Jesus so this church can reflect Jesus well. Yeah. We're a family of individuals all following Jesus, committed to each other. The more we become like Jesus, the more our family represents Jesus, and the more this world gets to actually see. I love how Jesus says, if you have seen me, then you have seen the Father, right? And then the idea would be like, if we have seen us, Center Church, 
the prayer would be that then you have seen Jesus, which means you've seen the Father. So Amen. it's like Amen. Uh, the more we become like him, the more we represent him well, the more irresistible he becomes to this world around us. Um, and so awesome, guys. Uh, this is a fun adventure. Two commitments in and, you know, feeling like I'm not enough. I'm inadequate, which is good. This is a good place to be. It means we're dependent on God to work in us and through us as we commit ourselves to each other and to yep. him yep. first and foremost. So continue on this journey. Continue to listen to what it means to be a family member here at Center Church. See you guys next episode.